0: Patrick Dempsey, if you are listening, the costume designer of Happy Together, if you are somehow listening to this podcast, please send me that sweater. Don't shift your weight. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do, Hello and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah, and this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast, where we put every one of Brad Pitt's movies against one another in a quest to find the ultimate Brad. This week, we're talking about two uh, pretty, m- pretty movies. Pretty okay movies. <laughs> two movies that sure were made. One of them is the best movie of all time ever. The other one is seven years long. When you combine them, you get one okay reasonably movie. length movie. One, one okayly paced movie. And those movies are Happy Together. And seven years in Tibet. Um, Happy Together is also the name of a film by Wangkar y about uh, two gay men rekindling their romance in China. <laughs> Did we see part of that one and then turn it off on Netflix? Or is this a different No, one? that's a different one. Happy Together, I haven't seen, but it's supposed to be amazing. And Wong Kar Wai is incredible. Okay. Anyway, that movie is not the movie we're talking about today. Brad Pitt is not in Happy Together.
1: As we have discussed at length in this podcast, <laughs> Brad is never gay. He has not been gay. He's shown proclivities in... I can't remember. Oh, it was... uh, Where did he have a hashtag confirmed threesome?
0: Oh, uh, the counselor. The only good part of the counselor. There we go. There we go. So that's the only evidence. We're going way off track. Um, This Happy Together is a 1988 rom-com starring Patrick Dempsey of Grey's Anatomy fame. Uh, (laughs) He's a little baby. He's a tiny, itty-bitty baby boy. So
1: this is the movie we had to watch on VHS. Yeah. I, it's it was it never made it to DVD as far as I can tell. Yeah. I had to buy a VHS tape off eBay, which was an experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gotta say, I'm really into like watching VHS tapes again. Yeah,
0: immediately afterwards we went to Cheapo, which just started selling VHSs, which you'll remember from our shout-outs at the start of the podcast. Cheapo, home of March Bradness. And not, not once have they asked us what
1: we're doing when we buy an array I'll, of I'll movies where the only commonality is
0: Brad Pitt. Not once. I once got called out with a girl saying, I see a theme here. Oh, thank But God. I didn't get any questions. Okay. Just, I see a theme. Well, I But I, I was buying, like, a stack. <laughs> she was letting you do your thing. Yeah. And she was doing hers. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, but um, we bought a bunch of VHSs from uh, Cheapo, and they're all, like, so fun. It's really fun satisfying to like clunk it in yeah you know like clunk. we had to look up how
1: to manually rewind a tape because yeah. we both forgot from childhood and we were like sticking a pencil
0: in like i know this is like the yeah. gist of it Only 90s kids will forget.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently so. Only 90s kids. I'm disappointed in myself. I'm I'm also shocked
0: by how long it takes to rewind. Mm -hmm. Now I see why they say, please be kind, rewind. Yeah, because it takes, you're like, oh, I'm raring to go. I'm going to watch my movie. And then you're like, oh, man. 20 minutes later, your soda's gone flat Mm -hmm. and your pizza's on fire. Bummer.
1: Anyway, watch it on VHS. And it was it was a time. It was this movie is a treasure. If you want to treat yourself, go on down to your nearest place where you can buy a VHS player, which is probably Goodwill. Uh, make up, sure it works. Make sure it works. It's probably going to run you about five ninety nine. Uh, then pick up a copy of Happy Together on eBay. Also probably going to run you about five ninety nine. Probably. And this is going to be like the best thing you've ever done for yourself. I don't
0: know how many of you regularly visit fanfiction.net or Archive of Our Own or Wattpad or whatever, wherever they read fanfiction nowadays. You
1: are calling yourself the That's fuck okay. out. That's I,
0: okay. I feel like if you know me, you would know already. And if you don't know me, you'll find out anyway. They've made it this far. They've made it this far. They know. It's whatever. Anyway, so there's that trope where people are like enemies to lovers. And I I gather that it's very popular. I don't read that much fan fiction, um, despite knowing where all of the websites are. Uh, Although I do really enjoy Kevin Fanning's No More Selfies, which is a series of fan fictions about Kim Kardashian's Hollywood game. But uh, this movie is like probably the origin of the haters to lovers. I think so. The tagline of the movie is roommates by accident, lovers by choice. It's... It's
1: great. It's, it's so good. It's great. I, I regret to inform you that neither of these people are Brad Pitt, no. but we're still going to tell you about this. So it's, uh, you know, young Patrick Dembski going to college and he got electronically matched with his roommate, who... Alex. Alex, which is a, a boy's name, one would think. Yeah,
0: one would think, because uh, it's 1980-something. Yeah. And so... <laughs> we haven't really gotten that far yet. <laughs> boy's name equals Boy. <laughs>
1: uh, Anyway, turns out Alex is a she. <gasps> Ooh.
0: And she's, like, crazy. She's crazy. She's a, she's... They're both theater kids. Oh, yeah. He's going to write a play. She's an actress. Yeah. She's,
1: like, all over the place, like, dancing around the room, like, filled up, like, a kiddie pool with a... She, like, decorated the room, like, a really cool tropical theme. Mm-hmm. She doesn't believe in going to class or... She's a free
0: fucking spirit. She is a
1: free spirit, and he is a type A. Despite being
0: a theater major, is kind of like a preppy, like Oxford kid. Yeah, he's got a really such an amazing array of sweaters, etc. He's got this really great, like sort of cerulean, like boat neck shirt, but also the boat neck is a mock neck, so it's like this weird mock neck boat neck shirt and I need it I need it
1: (laughs) wow it's an amazing I feel like they should be paying you for advertising it it's amazing (laughs) it's so good (laughs) his (laughs) clothes are so good I'm pretty sure that you paused the movie to take a picture of the VHS and it's got like the lines running through it I'm sure I did (laughs) I you I know you did you tweeted it it's all coming back to me now so, this movie is perfect. They, you know, they fight, and then they eventually fall in love, and then they, she learns that she can not, she can settle down. Like, she she has, like, a fear of commitment that mm-hmm. she gets over, and mm-hmm. he helps her with that. Yeah, they learn to love and trust each other. Yeah, and it's a beautiful thing. The only problem with this movie <laughs> is that Brad Pitt is in it for approximately two minutes.
0: Yeah, he plays a, a fellow student in their theater class. You see him in sort of, like, the third-ish scene, and during an acting exercise, you get to watch baby Brad Pitt do baby exercises. I'm going to say he's doing a great job looking bored in
1: class. Yeah, definitely. 20
0: out of 10. Yeah, for sure. And then, he's so handsome. He's got his little
1: hand on his chin. They're in, like, a classic, uh, like, a lecture hall, whatever, college room. Doing theater exercises. And he's, like, yeah, he's just, like, listening, like, whatever, man. Mm -hmm. And then we're introduced to him a second time. Because he's hooking up with Alex. He's hooking up with Alex. And Patrick Dembski, who has a name in this movie, but who cares, uh, thinks that Brad Pitt is his roommate mm-hmm. and that Alex is just the, the lady visitor. Mm-hmm. What's, is that a word? I'm thinking like gentleman caller.
0: <laughs> lady visitor is what it's <laughs> called now. Okay, cool. Courtesan. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. And, and Brad Pitt has like one line in this movie and it's like, hey, man. Why don't you look out the way or like that? You know, he's like, mind your own business kind of deal when he's like making out with Alex. Um, you know,
1: I think I'm going to put the real clip right next to that. <laughs> Go back to sleep, kid. Shut the door.
0: Um, yeah, he, we see him again in line for the kissing booth. Oh, that's also. right. Alex, at one point in the movie, has a kissing booth for charity when she and Patrick Dembski are in like a relationship, and he gets really mad because he didn't tell or she didn't tell him he was going to be kissing other boys. She she was going to be kissing other boys. See, I'm as confused as the computer. <laughs> Girls can't be named Alex. No way. Uh, uh, it's 1980 something. <laughs> no, it was. Oh, it was so fun. It was so cute. It was just like, this movie is honestly,
1: I can't praise it enough. It's like, it it avoided all that bullshit of like, oh no, now there's a, what's the word? The irony. Dramatic irony. I hate dramatic irony. We just, we got right
0: to the point. They fought and then they got together and that was it. And it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah, it was really nice. They, they didn't, they didn't fake you out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was a very comforting movie, and because they didn't fake you out, it was like surprising, you know? Yeah, definitely. It was refreshing. I felt very refreshed.
1: It was another, what, clean hour and a half, I think. Yeah. I'm very sad that Brad didn't have a bigger role in this. I thought that, you know, what he did, he did fine. Yeah, he did okay. It was a very standard standard brad yeah i think he does well uh he seems to fit into like this young universe really well yeah uh does great and he needs to
0: be in more like college type roles yeah definitely especially at that t- maybe not so much now well <laughs> you're right but in in the past if i could we should have put more brads yeah in college roles combination college and hillbilly you know, yeah, because he, he's really good in that Thelma and Louise hillbilly thing, like we saw in like Californian stuff. Yeah, too young to die. Thelma uh, and Louise, obviously. Um, so my dream young Brad Pitt movie is Brad Pitt plays a hillbilly going to college. That's amazing. Yeah, he's he he grew up a, a country boy, maybe from Wyoming, maybe uh-huh. from Indiana. Uh-huh. Or Ooh, that's good. Yeah, Brad seems very Indiana. Yeah, probably because he's from Indiana? around there. <laughs> Oh uh, where's he from again i don't oklahoma know oklahoma or, oklahoma. Something. or not oklahoma um
1: no i think it was oklahoma and then he moved
0: to somewhere something. else yeah Kentucky. he's from the midwest midwest yeah, yeah. like all the way like the full on like i'm from the midwest but i'm from minnesota which is like a weird north mid mid northwest you know it's like its own thing yeah it's a it's a it's an island and a lost adrift yeah, I think that would be Brad's ideal role. Definitely. And then he he learns about college and love. Yeah. There's like, I don't know, there's something satisfying about when Brad Pitt has a self-assured naivete. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, which I guess was kind of present in this character. Yeah, in the, in the brief. In the brief second. But mostly he was just some sort of jack. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, H- howling across the screen. I like to think that this movie took place... At Stanford, and that the boy was the boy from across the tracks.
1: Wow. Because they have the same hair holy shit what have you done oh my god the Brad cinematic universe Hollywood secrets uncovered can we make a can we make a really dramatic YouTube video like that Rick and Morty explainer and be like
0: secrets uncovered only
1: true fans will notice this
0: yeah I think so I would be willing to put forth that offer uh, speaking of Hollywood secrets, what Hollywood secrets are there going on with Brad Pitt right now? Start a fight for Brad reputation. Okay, Google. What's going on with Brad Pitt right now?
1: Here are some results from a search.
0: All right. Um, so recently it came out that Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were going to be involved in a honey trap to... Captured Joseph Coney of Coney 2012 slash child soldiering slash murdering general fame. I think
1: that we as a people do not talk enough about Coney
0: 2012.
1: Coney 2012. Um, okay, because I'm a little bit dumb. Could you... What's a
0: honey trap? So it's like when you, um... Stick him in a pot of honey. <laughs> when you drown him in honey. No, it's like when you use like, a sexy lady to kill a man.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. That's the best kind of trap. Yeah,
0: yeah. So they were reportedly, according to, like, emails that were acquired and, like, this report from, I think, Newsweek, um, they were like, yo, Angie, can you invite Coney to, like, a dinner? And then, like, then we'll arrest him. And she was like, yeah, sounds good. And then she was like, Brad is being very supportive. And Brad was supporting her. <laughs> Brad was like, yeah, sure. Which is like, arguably, like, she was going to do something real dangerous. That... Coney is a murdering man. Is amazing. Are we sure this isn't a promo for Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Smith too? This time it's personal. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like to think that Brad, Angie, came home one night. She's like, Brad, I'm going to catch Coney. And Brad is like,
1: okay. <laughs> He's like, you go, dude. You go.
0: I believe in you. I you support can do it. you.
1: Um, that's amazing I don't care if it's true or not (laughs) Johnny voice it does not matter whether or not this is true (laughs) Uh, because they're doing the right thing you know they're humanitarian well they were R.I.P. Brangelina. Well, I mean, they're both independently still humanitarian. That's true. I guess you don't have to have <laughs> to be a couple
0: to be a humanitarian. <laughs> that's that's the thing they don't tell you when you try to file for like Humanitarianism. humanitarian benefits and stuff. Like yeah. taxes, like write off any taxes you can only write off. Charity. If you are married, if that's true, yeah, that and is you true. You both have to contribute to the same charities, which is why
1: <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's why they got divorced. Yeah, he wanted like... to uh, be like fifty percent invested in Coney charities and like thirty percent in like dolphins and twenty yeah. percent in like children. Yeah, and she wanted to be a
0: hundred percent invested in children. <laughs>
1: But she's doing a Coney honey pot. 90% children, 10% Coney. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. So they had to get a divorce for tax reasons. Yeah.
0: Like every divorce, which you can get in New York City for $400. Which is a great deal. Okay. And I yeah. think people should be taking Shame advantage of it. You. Get married for tax reasons and then just get divorced for, for $400. $400. Mm.
1: Think of the savings. <laughs>
0: oh. Um.
1: Do you know who was not a humanitarian on account of the fact that he was a Nazi? (laughs) Ah, But he helped
0: the Dalai Lama. Is it, does it undo, if you help the (laughs) Dalai Dalai Lama, Lama learn about life, does it undo the fact that you are a literal Nazi? The answer is no. (laughs) We're going to talk about Brad Pitt in seven years (laughs) in Tibet. Ugh. Seven years in Tibet. The story of how one white man taught the Dalai Lama how to do stuff.
1: You know how, like, women are expected to have their whole lives figured out by, like, 25? And white men are allowed to fuck around, like, well into their 40s and 50s (sighs) and beyond. And then they have, like, a major life revelation. And then you're like, wow, so wise.
0: (laughs) Yeah... That's this movie? Yeah. The story
1: of how Brad Pitt didn't realize that being a Nazi was bad until he spent
0: seven years with the Dalai Lama. Seven years in Tibet. When did it come out? It, it came, came out. Fantastic question. <laughs> seven years in Tibet came out in 1997. Did they do that on purpose? I hope so. Um, it was biographical, which I didn't know uh, until the... Finale, the final credits and it is about an austrian mountaineer named Heinrich Harrer H A R R E R Harrer named Heinrich Harrer <laughs> that's how they say it it's how german works it's about white mediocrity <sighs> this
1: dude doesn't want to have a baby with his wife she gets pregnant and he's like uh see ya i'm going to go climb mount everest or something or something And uh, so he leaves and And, then he climbs Mount Everest or something (laughs) and hurts his ankle and then they get captured and taken to
0: a prisoner of war camp. Yeah, because they were like, hey, so the Brits just went into World War Two. So we're going to have to take all enemies of Britain in British territories, a.k.a. India, into custody because you're all fucking Nazis, you fucking Nazis. (laughs) And so then Brad goes to a prisoner of war camp. We don't know for sure if Brad is a Nazi.
1: The evidence that we have is that somebody hands him a Nazi flag as he's getting on a train saying goodbye to his wife, and he just kind of takes it. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say that does make you a Nazi. Yeah. If somebody handed you a Nazi flag, the correct thing to do would be to like snap it in half. <laughs>
0: Throw it back at their face, but spit on them some <laughs>
1: kick him in the balls yeah he did not do that he demonstrated a a passive attitude towards this action making him an active nazi making him a nazi yeah uh which is this movie's first problem first and fatal flaw (laughs) did not establish brad as not a nazi
0: (laughs) here's a lesson if your character's a nazi i'm a Never going to sympathize with them. You can't turn that around. No, not even with the Dalai Lama. (sighs) Brad escapes the prisoner of war camp and then ends up in the capital city of Tibet. And this is like in the... Oh, he does blackface to escape. Oh, (laughs) Oh man, this is actually like almost definitely... Up there in the least woke Brad yeah, territory. We, we
1: yeah, we were talking about it. We were like, what is the least woke Brad? And it, it's, what was it? Killing too young to Too die. young to die. Seeing as he... Uh, Force injects a child with, with her- something. something. Heroin, question mark? Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to have to go ahead and say that like Nazism and blackface, bad.
0: Very bad. This is difficult. Is yeah. it worse than... Force injecting a child who you sold into slavery?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like on one hand, he's following an ideology which is more dangerous than the actions of like a single man, but we did see the Brad in Too Young to Die committing firsthand atrocities.
0: Yeah. That's Whereas, difficult. Yeah. I don't know if I'm equipped to answer those questions. I think both this are very a, bad.
1: This is a doozy This here. is a comedy this, podcast. This
0: is meant for a, a Twitter thread. Yeah. That's the ideal platform. One out of 280. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from, Moving from that. On. So, Brad Pitt and his friend Remus Lupin from Harry Potter.
1: <laughs> uh, like, actually, though. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's, it's your friend Lupin.
1: <laughs> he's back. Actually, he hasn't been in Harry Potter yet.
0: It's true. It's only 97. Um, he's currently teaching at Hogwarts because Harry Potter takes place <laughs> in the nineties. I mean, stop! <laughs> make a, make another
1: make another YouTube video <laughs> where re, Lupin.
0: where Lupin really went when we thought he died.
1: <laughs>
0: Tibet. Um. So then, what happens? Um. So Brad and Remus Lupin go into the sacred city of Tibet and they meet this lady who's like i'm going to make you clothes and they both got a big fat crush on her but she has a bigger crush on, on remus loop and then on brad pitt which Who is like wouldn't okay uh, they're both nazis but whatever um, <laughs> yeah pretty much and brad is is really grumpy oh he got divorced with when he was in the POW camp, yeah, so, he like, got divorced,
1: and his wife was like, "By the way, your kid doesn't want to talk to you. Stop sending me letters." Yeah,
0: because as his, his he left him.
1: Yeah. So uh, he's lost everything. And uh, it's all his he's
0: fault. A drift. <laughs> These were all choices that he made. But the movie doesn't really seem to express that. Are we supposed to feel sorry for I him? I think we were supposed to feel sorry for him.
1: Like when that advisor or whatever for Trump was like, oh no, I got fired. I, I got divorced to get this job. And then people
0: were like, oh, the poor man. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be kind of like that. Wow. Um, so in, in the city, the Dalai Lama takes special interest in Brad Pitt, and when they meet, he meets the child Dalai Lama, and he ruffles his hair, and he goes, yellow head, yellow head. Which is super cute. It's so cute. The, the young Dalai Lama actor does amazing. He's the best part of this atrociously long movie. He's super cute. And he and Brad Pitt become friends, and Brad Pitt teaches him all about the world, like geography, and like how the sunset works, and just all sorts of stuff uh, that apparently only white people can teach people. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, we 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 got the hookups to, to all that <laughs> to all knowledge.
0: all the info. All, all that knowledge. To bet? Nuh-uh. mm And then... Uh, China comes in and fucks Tibet's shit up. And then the movie's over after Brad Pitt goes back to Austria and realizes that it's time to be a father. Yeah, it only took him seven Seven years years in in Tibet Tibet. to realize this. Uh, Because he was like kind of a dad to the Dalai Lama, but the Dalai Lama was like, you're not my father because I'm the father to all of Tibet. Cause I'm the dolly fucking llama. That was harsh. That kid yeah. read him. Read him. He to was like, kill. he
1: was like, I am not your son, and I've never seen you as my father. Yeah, which was like, damn, damn kid, you set that Nazi straight. That is harsh. Um, yeah, and I know you talk a lot about films being like movies that you would watch in class. <laughs> Yeah, I do. This actually was a movie that I think everyone in the room had watched in class. Yeah, it came flooding back to me. Yeah, I was like, I've never seen this movie, and then I was like, Why do I remember this? And then I was like, I distinctly remember watching this in thirty-minute increments in high school. Yeah, yeah. To you learn have to about fill out a worksheet, the way that World War II affected Tibet, I don't really know.
0: Yeah, probably about how Communist China took over Tibet's sovereignty. I guess so. That's kind of what the movie ended up trying to be about, but it took a really fucking long time to get there. Oh, my God. It was, what, two and a half hours? Two hours and 19 minutes, but it felt like five. It was horrible. For, like, seven years. It was... Brad Pitt's doing a German accent during the movie, but, like, forgets... Lupin just doesn't give a shit and just has his regular British accent the whole time.
1: I wish they'd done that. I do not understand why. And this was far enough in Brad's career that we know that he can't do accents. Yeah. Why on earth would you give him a British accent or a A
0: German German accent? accent. I don't know.
1: Not even like a good actor could pull off. No, a,
0: um... Wired does a really interesting video series where they interview someone who does like dialect coaching for actors in Hollywood and uh-huh. they brought up this movie and part of it. And uh-huh. in the conclusion, they basically say like, it's not the actor's fault, it's lack of prep from like dialogue coaches and right. stuff. And it's like, that's cool, but you know Brad Pitt can't fucking do accents, so, why would so you- book more fucking time. I just like, don't do
1: it, I guess. Yeah. You know, I'm at that point, like whenever you hear somebody trying to do an American accent, it's always like really strange. Yeah. It's like, just don't do it. Yeah. Just right around it. Yeah. Brad actually spent a lot of time in the States.
0: Yeah. This Heineck uh, was, in this version of his life story, they went to boarding school in the United (laughs) States as a child. Or just And also isn't a
1: Nazi. An Austrian actor. Yeah. I don't know. Hire Dominic. Hire Dominic. Go back in time to when
0: Dominic was probably born. Uh, And hire baby Dominic to play. And then it's baby Dominic
1: and the baby Dalai Lama. (gasps) They're like, yay. God, I would cry. cry. Niche content. Oh. Um, yeah. God, like, I, I gotta say, I liked Brad when he forgot that he was doing an accent, yeah. which was
0: frequently. Uh, uh, constantly. <laughs> he would like.
1: There would be like two scenes in a row where there's just like barely an accent, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, what is this?"
0: <laughs> when we are facing the light, it's day. Yes. When we are in shadow, it's night. So if the sun is just rising in Laussa, that means it is just setting in New York City, perhaps. That's why it can't be the same time in every place.
1: <laughs>
0: What's going on?
1: <laughs> Other times it was like a really low-key accent, which yeah. kinda worked. Yeah. But most of the time <laughs> It was just brown. It was just the like Or like the worst, the most butchered German accent. Yeah. Like it was so the- the most butchered German accent. Yes, I think I
0: could do a better accent. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, this is another situation. <laughs> we got a situation on our hands. We got a situation on our hands, and we have basically three hours of Brad versus five minutes of Brad. Once again. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like, seven years in Tibet... I've had script problems. Oh boy, did it, it! I really, I really, really, really hate it when movies can so clearly, like, there's an interesting movie inside Seven Years in Tibet. Yeah, the friendship with the Dalai Lama was really cool. Yeah, it was, it was really, really interesting. It was yeah, it was
1: super cool. Like getting to see how. You know, he didn't really get to be a kid and was really enjoying hanging out with Brad. Because Brad wasn't following any of the rules. Like, you're not supposed to look him in the eye. He has to be higher than you. But the Dalai Lama would be, like, on the ground just hanging out with Brad. You're not supposed to touch him, any of that. And then they would be like, oh, somebody's coming. And the Dalai Lama would jump back up on his pedestal. So it was, like, cool to see this, like, weird friendship going
0: on. And, like... I don't know. The scenery was great. Yeah, it was really pretty. It made me, uh, during parts when literally nothing was happening, because this is the slowest movie of all time, I was Googling how to get to Tibet.
1: (laughs) And you cannot get there uh, by walking.
0: No, you cannot. Or Or by by bicycle. (laughs) Or public transit. (laughs) Or car. You have to buy flights. (laughs) But according to kayaks, flights from Minneapolis, St. Paul to Tibet are only like 700 round trip. We better go now. Yeah. Gotta go. Tomorrow. Um, you know, I also learned
1: watching this movie that it never really gets that cold in Tibet. Yeah. You would think it's cold? Not that cold. Yeah. Colder. It gets cold like Minnesota. Do. Cold like Minnesota. Do.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. It's, it made Tibet look very appealing as movies that take place in Tibet often do. Yeah. Um. Nice yaks. I feel like we didn't. I don't know. Because, like, there's a part where BD Wong... Who plays like an advisor to the Dalai Lama basically like sells out Tibet to uh, China. That's uh, a real dick move right there. Yeah. He's got this cool little hair bow though. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Enough to forgive him though. No. Uh, and Brad Pitt like is like freaking out at him and he's like, I've seen this happen. Like you selling out like for a uniform or whatever like because he's afraid to having been an, an Austrian when Uh, Germany took over Austria, but it didn't do enough to like cement Brad Pitt's relationship or opinions on Nazism to have
1: that pay off at all. I want Brad to turn to the camera and say, (laughs) I am not a Nazi and I do not affiliate with Nazism,
0: Uh. which never happened. Let me spare you. Let me save you two and a half hours. I just, like, yeah, the payoff in that movie didn't justify how fucking long it took to get to the payoff. No,
1: and the payoff was, like, the payoff was just frustrating because it was, like, cool, you finally figured out that you should show up for your kid. And also not be a Nazi. Yeah, and you're, what, how many years old? (laughs) You're probably in your 40s, like... You've been
0: here for seven years. It's just,
1: like, come on. I'm just, I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah, it's... No, you know, it's... I, this may be the first time that we do this and I, I don't mean to be presumptuous, but I think that you may agree with me on this, that, uh, those two shining minutes did outshine.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I think Brad did such a good job playing like a jackass college student. Mm -hmm. He embodied that role, even Uh though there's nothing there and just like. This was... Seven years in Tibet was like a million hours of just like a mediocre Brad.
1: I I would say it was worse than mediocre
0: just because he butchered that accent so bad. Yeah, it was like, Brad, you literally had one job and it was to do a German accent. <laughs> you didn't put anything like behind Henrik.
1: It's, I, can't, I can't stand behind him. I can't push him forward. Yeah. I don't think
0: he was trying. No, he was phoning it in. Yeah. It was boring. Yeah. You were... J- Brad Pitt, professional actor who had been nominated for an Oscar award at this time, I think, uh, World's Most Handsome Man was outshone by a literal child actor. A child actor. Yeah. The second the second that baby Dalai Lama showed up, You're like, I oh. was like, hell yeah, I'm pulled back in because that kid is so fucking cute and wise. Yeah. And then Brad Pitt shows up and I'm like, get this white guy away. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, he was not good. It wasn't good. He has, I've forgiven a lot of bad movies because Brad has been okay.
1: Right, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, Legends of the Fall. I know we had, like, a huge group discussion about that, about, like, can we forgive these atrocities that he's committed, you yeah. know? And it's like, I
0: thought he was doing a good job in that. Yeah. Like,
1: I liked it. It's, even oh, and like we've fucking seen, California. Yeah, we've seen
0: him play bad guys, and that's been
1: good. And it's not this, about
0: it's not about necessarily even the politics of the movie, but, no. like, if the performance doesn't... It doesn't justify it. It doesn't, like
1: he's not bringing it like if he's gonna be bad then make him really bad yeah he didn't even he
0: just felt like this character was somebody that was like kind of sleepwalking through his life right exactly and it wasn't even like a in like i don't know it wasn't even there wasn't even commitment behind the sleepwalking yeah i didn't get the feeling that this character didn't care about anyone (laughs) this character literally felt like i was watching an android walk through this movie yeah I do not like it was
1: just what it was super boring I didn't feel any sense of conviction or
0: like I don't think that Brad connected to this character at all no I don't think he was into this no I think he just wanted to go to I, I, I like to think that Brad Pitt was like oh I can go to Tibet and they were like um, actually, no. And he was like... Oh. <sighs> Argentina? Okay. Okay. I Canada? Okay. All right. Um,
1: and I don't even, like, feel the need to defend this, Brad, uh-huh. the way that I usually do. Like, I don't know. the yeah. interview with the vampire, we talk about how he's, like, clearly depressed during the filming of it. Yeah. This one, I'm just like,
0: I, I don't know. I don't care, Brad. Yeah. Like, I usually... I usually care about Brad, but yeah, this I, movie, he did such a bad job that I don't even care about what was going on in his life behind the scenes. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just like, Brad, you just... You should have done better there. You could feel. I don't think
1: you tried at all. I feel a little harsh saying this. I would not say this to his face.
0: (laughs) What if he listens?
1: Um, Then Brad, I'm sorry. I would never say this to your face. This is like road rage right now. I'm seeing you as a car, not a person. (laughs) Um, But like you did, so you were so cute and happy together, and your hair looked really cool in. In seven years in Tibet, so much so that I'm getting my hair cut on Friday and I almost did a 360 or a 180 and was like, you know what? I'm keeping the blonde so I can look more like Brad, but you didn't quite change my mind. Maybe if you did a better performance, (laughs) that's what I have to say.
0: (laughs) You tell him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a pretty good decision. Yeah. No, I definitely, I feel that. That checks out. Yeah. Uh, Also, Happy Together is the perfect movie. It's so cute.
1: I wanna and, I wanna watch it again. Yeah. Isn't that so wrong? we we're so far in. We've seen so many movies. I'm kinda like fight me,
0: you know? Yeah. Like fight me. If you prove to me that happy if, together, Brad, is worse than Seven <laughs> Years in Tibet. You watch those two movies back to back tell us. and you tell me why I should pass through Seven Years in Tibet. If you disagree, I would like to
1: hear about it. hmm Let I us know. I think you should email us at contact at
0: marchbradness.net. Our uh, inbox is open. It is open. 24-7, 365. We... We've received only one email, and it's from Sarah's dad.
1: <laughs> Don't. That's so sad.
0: Well. Get on it, you guys. Yeah, get it. Email marketing is not dead. No, it's not. Um, you can also tweet at us, at March Bradness. You can uh, send us a message on Facebook, March Bradness. Or you could even send us an Instagram picture. Yeah. Um, at March.Bradness. You do that. All of those things also have content on them. They tell you when movie or when we're doing stuff. Uh, the March Bradness Twitter has a nice rating of bathrooms in Los Angeles right now. <laughs> That's true. Um, And the website has like the occasional blog post and like our mini episodes and stuff. Everything yeah. is all in one spot. So yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. You're amazing. And I hope you have a uh, just been an amazing day. I hope that, too. Um, uh, don't go away just yet, though. Because yeah. Because got to tell you what's going on next week. Tune in next week for a mini episode, a movie Brad Pitt should have been in. And then tune in the week after that for our next official pitting, which will be Babel versus... The Devil's Own.
1: <laughs> we are closing in on this season finale. Uh, I hope you guys know. We have two main episodes left before the season finale.
0: So soon. Yeah, okay, have a wonderful day. I love you. Have a great one, and we will talk to you soon. (gasps) Bye. Bye!